Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. The Australian Meat Industry Council General Manager of Industry Affairs is Tim Ryan, and he joins us this morning on this Friday morning, the 3rd of February. Tim, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Good morning, Ben. Good to be here. Um, The looming processing bottleneck, courtesy of severe labour shortages in the abattoirs, could cut Australia out of producing more than 200,000 tonnes of beef or $1.5 billion worth of income this year. That, to me, is not only scary, but it puts us in a, a really difficult predicament going forward on the world stage. There has been no two ways about it. We've talked about the labour shortages in the abattoirs and the fact that um, trying to get the right people here to work to get this done has not been achievable as such. But when you drum it down and you talk about 200,000 tonnes of beef and that, that, that to me, it, it makes it very real and very scary. Yeah, they're, they're pretty sobering numbers, Ben, um, and I think it paints a pretty clear picture of the, the impact of these labour issues that we've seen over the last couple of years, and, and I suppose also concerning the, the latest forecast by Meat and Livestock Australia paint uh, a fairly strong growth trajectory for the herd and future slaughter numbers, so these uh, labour pressures will only grow as that increased turnoff uh comes out of us in the next few years. Yeah, look, we, we, we are reading reports that the cow herd has um, has regained some numbers quicker than everybody thought, probably a, a maybe 12 to 18 months, and they're on statistics. And we've seen this job severely drop, 30% in some cases, maybe. Yep. You know, so we have seen that. And so that will obviously flush cattle out. People have had good seasons, so there's weight in cattle. So you would expect that, that – once it dries out a fraction and, and it will come out and cattle will come forth, why is this labour shortage happening now? Can, can you try and – and I know it's, it, it's at the forefront of where Amic are at at the moment and Patrick Hutchison talked about it many, many times last year. Um, why is this labour shortage now a, a crisis? How has it got to this? Yeah, so I suppose, Ben, there's really three key drivers of the current situation. Um, on the availability of people front, uh, one, we've seen huge growth in the economy nationwide the last few years. Nationally, unemployment's at about 3.5%. Uh, so everyone's short of workers, but also those workers have been pulled away to other sectors such as construction and mining, uh, which has meant there's just less people available to work in, in our traditional sector. Yep. Um, so that's been one source of, of pressure. Um, but secondly, uh, prior to the COVID pandemic, some kind of temporary visa arrangement um, and that pathway was severely uh, hampered uh, during the COVID pandemic, and we're still not really back to levels we need to be uh, to have enough people coming from those overseas pathways uh, into the country. So both of those channels of people have been under strain in the last few years. Uh, and then at the same time, more recently, we're seeing the, the pressure of increased turnoff, increased scored numbers, and that's only going to grow uh, over the next couple of years. Yeah, and that's the big thing. Overseas visas, I mean, the unions are, uh, are dead against it in some areas, but is that the, is that the answer? Well, uh, as a first choice, processors will always look to the people sure. locally. Yeah. No, no question, but they're uh, not here. Tim, they're just not here at the moment. And yeah, it's so not just only here in, in, in the abattoir sector. I'm talking every, <laughs> every agricultural field, the people are short of workers. And, and that's it. We, we simply don't have access to the people we need. So the visa pathway is always going to be an important part of, of people, but we're also looking at ways where we can make sure that long-term, uh, their career pathways and training and education 
systems in place to make sure we've got skills locally, but uh, particularly when we go through these periods of, of drought and deluge in, in Australia and we have big swings in supply uh, of stock, um, we're always going to need that visa pathway to act as a pressure valve um, to make sure that we actually have enough people uh, in the short term uh, to operate uh, at full capacity. Yeah, and that's that's been the big thing, isn't it? Um, th- there is so much, I suppose, concern around these numbers because if they can't get the workers, they can't run at full capacity, there's still the supply going to come, which means there's an over-demand, which means there'll be a massive price deduction. That's as simple as we can dumb it down. We just can't get the beef processed. And so when there's a lot of cattle coming forward um, – the abattoirs want to make money. There's no two ways about it. And they've had some lean years the last couple of years. I'm not saying that they haven't had plenty of good years, but they've had some lean years the last couple of years. Um, are, are they looking for workers genuinely, Tim? And I, and I say that with the deepest respect, but in some ways, you know, operating at half, half, half pace at the moment is being profitable. If they ramp it up, maybe it just might not be as profitable. No, if we can ramp up to meet the supply coming at us, that is definitely when where the industry is operating at its optimum. Um, if we can't uh, process the numbers we want, uh, and I think the market will sort out the rest, um, we will be leaving value on the table, uh, and that's value loss for processors uh, and and producers. Um, there is no reason why we should be running at suboptimal levels uh, when the cattle are available. Um, if they're there, we'd, we'd want to be processing them. Yeah, and that's right. Um, and... You know, look, you talk about processing the, the, the right amount of cattle. These are really important things. This labour crisis, it, it comes – there's overall expenses for processors in Australia. It's a very dear place to process beef. It, it's almost 50% as high. I was talking to a bloke the other day uh, who said uh, around the world we are the dearest to process b- beef. Now, that that can't bode well as well. How, how does that cheapen up from the processing cost? Yeah, I suppose we are a very expensive place to process cattle, uh, more so than the US, far more than the likes of Brazil. Um, but we also produce a great product. Um, yeah. So we can get premiums out there and justify that cost. But when we do see increasing cost pressures, uh, rise at a faster pace, then we can get those premiums. And particularly in the global market at the moment, where we're looking at many places going into recession or at least lower growth period. Uh, we're looking at belt tightening. Uh, it is a challenging point to be trying to ask for premiums to justify the cost um, when consumers are looking uh, at their at their household budgets and looking to cut costs where they can. Um, so it is a it is a fair challenge. Um, and I think on top of the the labour pressures, we are seeing increasing costs from the likes of our, our utility bills or all the other cost pressures. Um, uh, adding on top, we have seen a bit of a correction in the cattle market of late, which has helped a little bit, but overall we're starting off a very high uh, yeah. cost base across the board. It's a real concern. There's no two ways about it. Appreciate your time this morning. Tim Ryan, Australian Meat Industry Council, General Manager of Industry Affairs. There is a dead set concern about that, um, that they are at a reduced risk of trying to process um, and Australia not being able to process 200,000 tonnes of beef. That's $1.5 billion worth this year, and it's all around labour shortage. Uh, and governments need to look at this. There's obviously a lot of people going, working in the background. The abattoirs are screaming for workers. I know everybody is, but that is a concerning statistic no matter how you look at it. Appreciate your time, Tim. Have a great weekend, and thanks so much for being with us.
Thanks, Ben. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today. It's the 3rd of February across Rural Queensland today.